Hello and welcome back to another episode of We Have Been Watching Podcast. I am Martin. I'm here with Rob. Hello, Rob. Hello. Today we're back to Indian cinema because we're learning every day is a school day. It's Bahubali and I will apologise now for our pronunciations of Bahubali, Bahabali. We're going to make a mess of it. But first of all, Rob, should we do some trailers? Yeah. Trailer time. Let's go. Interview with with the is it interview with the vam interview with our vampire. <laughs> I don't know. Interview with interview with the vampire. The okay. vampire chronicles was it called or something? It's full title. So I I saw the trailer for this other day. It's weird because we only mentioned this in the last episode when we talk about Bram Stoker's Dracula, and then seeing the trailer for this pop up and think I didn't even know they were make, remaking this, starting from scratch again. Yeah. So it looks similar vibes to the film i guess i'm i, I don't know it, what, it, it's your... really hard to judge it it feels a little bit pointless because brad pitt though i mean it's not like an amazing actor but he's got he's a great he's a movie he's got movie star quality yeah and tom cruise is excellent as the start so anything with watching this I think like well it doesn't look too bad but what's the is it, it just is seems it a pointless. prequel or a sequel no or, no or just, a... it just looks like they're to I'm me from the it, trailer, it looks like they're just adapting the book again well fair enough i mean I guess there are, you know, there's probably people who are like hardcore. Is it Anne Rice? Is it hardcore yeah. Anne, Anne Rice? Fa- <clears throat> excuse me, hardcore Anne Rice fans who were like, no, no, that film wasn't right. It overlapped, did they missed too many things out of it and all that. So I guess there always is for some. Will, will you watch this when it comes out streaming? I will. I think this will be one of these shows like Resident Evil, the recent Resident Evil show on Netflix, yeah. where. It's kind of interesting because I read the interview with Vampire books. I mean, back in the day when they were okay. they were massive, really popular, I read them all, and then looked forward to the films, which got progressively worse. And um, it's one of those things where you think, oh, I might give this a try. And then when it comes out, then the reviews are kind of negative. So I, I <laughs> yeah. feel like, can I be bothered? So I still feel like, like with Resident Evil, I wouldn't mind watching it. I wouldn't mind watching an interview with the Vampire TV show, but if it, unless it's got great reviews, there's other, I've got, I've got a, you know backlog of plenty of things to watch of, of other good things I so I quite fancy watching Interview the Vampire again mm, yeah the movie's good the movie's good I've always liked the movie right Rob so we are going to talk about Bahubali now now we came into this didn't we we watched RRR and then some kindly YouTube uh, watchers said we need to watch this and of course this is an SS Rajamali I'm sorry for pronouncing that wrong this is one of his <laughs> earlier films, isn't it? Because he did. Yeah. Ah, ah. So, Netflix, uh, we chose the correct language. Is it, is it Canada language? Was it Tamil language? I can't remember which one it was now. But stuck it on. I've got to say, Rob, with, literally within the first five minutes of this, I was like, oh, this is a way tonally different from uh, KGF. Because mm. KGF was the last film, which was quite dark and gritty. and like, it's, like, it's, it's, a, it's, a li- it's a bit different. It's a bit different to RRR, as I think, as well. Yeah, isn't so, it? So, it's Rob. Give us the very brief storyline of what this is about. It's uh, it's massive, isn't it? A, as well, it's a massive. Well, epic. The, well, the the premise is uh, to set the scene is I suppose this, there's this a woman's being chased with a baby uh, that must be of some importance. We don't know what and. 
gets rescued by a tribe and as he grows up he feels this yearning to climb up the waterfall and see what's up there and, and it's massive get, isn't it it's massive and he, he he ends up getting embroiled in these kind of local wars with these this these sort of rebels are against this baddie king in this massive city and he sort of it gets embroiled with what's going on there it's got a lot um, that's kind of the gist of it that, really that, just that gets embroiled it, yeah. in it there's stuff there which it feels it reminds you of again there's like these kind of sort of myths and legends isn't it where so and so goes off on an adventure like Jason the Argonauts type things yes, and then someone, call, yeah. someone finds out that someone actually was their mother that accidentally killed their brother or their brother betrayed them and all those kind of myth and legends because I, I looked up to see if this was actually based on a real um no, based thing, on, yeah. like a loosely based on fact of an actual character and they've just built a myth around it but I don't think not, I don't think it is from what I, I had a quick glance on Wikipedia to be honest so, so again we've think... got these we've got these larger than life characters now the first thing I thought was in KGF the actor Yash he was absolutely ripped wasn't he whereas this mm. actor I'm afraid I didn't write his name down who, who plays Sivu isn't it is his name he he actually isn't as ripped, but I'd say he's well toned. So he's like an athlete rather than a bodybuilder, isn't he? Is he... Yeah, he's. I mean, they're still ridiculously they're still you know, ripped, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, good looking and tough, and but he's not quite as unstoppable as the last two characters we've seen in RR and in KGF, particularly KGF. So in here, you do feel there's a little bit of a sense that he isn't going to succeed in every single fight and he isn't going to be able to pick up a tank and throw it over his head. Yeah. You know, he does make mistakes, he does fall, he does bleed. So he's still a tough guy, but he's got a little bit more vulnerability than Definitely. I think we've seen and in the last couple of films. He's absolutely, I thought he was likeable instantly out the gate. Like the first couple of times you see me think, what a nice guy. Because like he's trying to help his mom, isn't he? Fill up a, 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 a oh, shrine. Yeah. He, moves the, he moves the shrine. And he, so he's trying to go up. He's trying to get up this waterfall. And again, there's now this must be a thing of Indian cinema. And listeners, if it is, I love it. And I'm looking for it. Is it's that kind of? There's a song, isn't there, about the character. So it's like this guy. He's doing this. He's as strong yeah, as a lion. A, he can climb yeah, the great wall is, and he can do all that. There's a few times it does it in yeah. this, isn't it? Where it. it um, I really like it as exposition as well. It's really clever well, and good. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the things. Just, I mean, we've seen two films by the same director, but we're seeing something similar here, where there's this trend of storytelling through music and having these little yeah. musical intervals. Because this has like a little music scene in the middle, which I kind of thought was a bit jarring out of place. I thought, oh, hang on, how are they going to explain this now? They've all got different costumes, but I think it was meant to be more of a dream sequence. Yes. So I, I don't think, oh, OK, I'll forgive it now. Because at first I thought, this this doesn't fit. This is so, a bit bonkers. Rob, if I can monologue just for a minute here out of my notes, there was okay. there was quite a lot of comedy in there, which I really liked. It, it's quite I, didn't think, I didn't think so. Really? But yeah, I there's quite feel... a lot. So, for example, there's, there's a bit where he instantly falls in love with his freedom fighter. What's her name now? Uh, Avantika, right? Yeah. And he falls in love with her. And she's doing well, she's out on these missions and he keeps he's like he's in a tree isn't he above her and, or he's hiding <laughs> in some water and he keeps painting her hand and I'm like what is this guy doing you know it's really weird and then a bit it's later it's unwanted attention I was, I was disgusted by it yeah right <laughs> fair enough <laughs> right. 
But, and this, this is something you, you mentioned before. She's an absolute badass, because you mentioned before, are we going to see any badass females? Yes. Well, she, she kicks ass like, like no one's business. She's I, super I, good. Um, I watched some of this with my daughter, actually, funnily enough. I, I put it on... Um, and she was sort of knocking around in the room and in a new way of telling if the film's good now, the daughter test. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and and she was quite enjoying it. And she was having a bit of a laugh at some of the bits, which seemed a bit silly. And you think, yeah. is that meant to be intentionally funny? Like, the, he's doing the tattoo and, and stuff like that. And, um, so yeah, I was saying to her that actually, this is good, actually, because she feels kind of... She holds her own. Tough, tough and holds her own. But... Wait, wait only a minute. To a certain, oh, only, to a certain, only to a certain degree. And then he turns up. Yes, and this is what my, this is what my daughter's observation actually, where she's saying it's just kind of. You think of old Disney films where very what, much, what, yeah, I know where you're going. With Disney this, films, yeah. the Disney press, all they need is a handsome prince to come and save them. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm afraid, isn't it? So and she's and a now, complete and, she said, he and what my daughter on. said, this yeah. reminded. She said it looked like it was going to be a bit more sort of Mulan-y, where it's like she's got like a Mulan type character, especially with the a bit with the avalanche in it. Very Mulan, that yes. Is. But then it feels like. Oh, like a bit like Mulan and Brave. You've actually got a, a strong female character here, but then still needs the prince to come along and say, "What? You're on a mission? Oh, I'll, t- I'll do your mission for you." And it's just like, yeah. oh, she's pushed to the she's pushed to the side to the, for the second half of the film. And I hope she's got. A, I really hope she's in the second one a lot more, because second half of the first film is big flashback, and you end up kind yeah. of missing her. Well, well, the, the, the entirety of the second one is mostly flashback as well. So, but then I've oh, okay. got on my notes here. He, he does this thing, doesn't he? And now, again, look, it is that it's possibly... Well, it's not possibly. It's completely misogynistic. And they're having a fight, aren't they? And he does this thing where he, he snips her top off and she's just like, like a sports bikini top. Then he does yes. something and he, he unwraps her skirt and then she, she spins like back flirty, into it. It's like a flirty it, dance thing, which it, I think... And I don't know... It, that isn't there something similar to, to that, or almost like that at the start of Shang Chi, when it's like the romance is built through like a sort of a dancing, a dance flirting, fight. Like, and then it, he yeah. gets some like berries, doesn't he? And he sort of touches her face <laughs> and puts some makeup on her. <laughs> now, look, as I'm describing it, it does sound really pervy, my, and it sounds my, really. My daughter's comment was, "Is this a makeover show?" <laughs> yeah, right. But actually, I've got to be honest. I was like, "Well, actually, we, what oh. we're not said to people who no, anyone who has no idea what this film is." Yeah. That. In terms of like the setting, it's it's kind of like it's a dreamy. It's, oh, it's set in the past, so it's more. Oh yeah, sorry, like it's swords and catapults and all that kind of Horse, bows and arrows yeah, and yeah. that sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's more you sort of like. But you're right. Not, it, I know. I know it's not fantasy in terms. Of, there's, no, there's no elves and trolls in it, but um, but it is fantasy, isn't there's, it? There's moments that reminded me of, and not Lord of the Rings so much. But the, some of the some bits which I thought were a bit silly actually reminded me of some of the silliness in maybe a little bit of Lord of the Rings, but in The Hobbit, you know when like Legolas is doing those silly things, like he's running up bricks as they're falling. Yeah, or yeah. Even when like, or like even when like Gimli just runs down at the Helm's Deep and knocks everybody out of the way. There's, there's moments like that in this, isn't it? Because there's like big battles of people with swords and spears on horseback, and it's just it's like, spinning. It's, if you imagine those bit, those slightly more the the more over the top, borderline out of place moments in Lord of the Rings, yeah. and ramp those up to ten. That's what it's this like does. It's like Aladdin, it? isn't it? As well, it's got that kind of that kind of feel. But I put on here that there's a what yeah. I thought was good was that so they're having this romantic fight, stroke falling in love scene with a song that was really nice, and then they sort of go into like a frozen forest, don't they? 
and the, mm. sound, the sound detail on this because they're hitting these icicles and they're falling yeah, off. It's like, really good, really, really good sound quality. You know what? That that's this at this point, this film reminded me of. This is going to seem like a really strange Go on. thing to point out. Uh, you know, and like <laughs> Roger Moore, James Bond films. Yes, I, I used I always noticed when I watched, when, and I noticed this when I was young actually, that you know when they obviously overdub. They do additional dialogue, don't they? The art of the time the actors film, you know, the oof, ah, yes. bits on afterwards. Yeah. And I always felt like, if you ever watch Roger Moore, now pointed it out, this is like tomorrow yeah, Morrison's teeth for you, know. Extra now point it out. Loud. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and these are doing it like, so it, it, it throws someone on the grass and the grass cracks like it's glass. Yeah. And then the guys go, ugh, oof, all the time. And, and there's, they're just being thrown around all the time. So, and I don't, is it, is it just trying to show that they're not, not all dead? I think so. So they're just going, oof. So, yeah, up until this point, it is, it is sort of fantasy, you know, uh, dream-like stuff. Yeah, there's a bit, isn't there, where they're fighting some soldiers on a mountain and they they sledge your toboggan down the, the, on, on a half. The budget, the budget let it down there. It did. Quite it, badly. That wasn't well, you know, great. You know, with this... All... The budget, no, I looked at... Well, I was curious how expensive this was compared to American films. You know, like, American films now, like... Two hundred million dollars yeah. easy all yeah. the time. In in dollars term, this cost twenty eight million. Really, it was the most expensive Indian film at the time. Now for twenty eight million, this they're getting amazing. a lot of. The bits like that, some of that CGI stuff, especially with some of the swarming armies at the back at the end, they look really bit dodgy. To be honest, yeah. they look worse than the Lord of the Rings orcs, and that's an older film. But for that money, some of the some of the some of the city stuff and some of the backgrounds and Honestly. the costumes and the extras and everything. Forget the fact that it's a foreign film for us. I honestly was sitting there, mouth agape at times, at these pure... Now, again, it's half extras, half CGI, massive cities, giant gold statues. And but, but the mid, it, the mid shots, though, you can, you can see in them... You can really spot the difference between the CGI crowds and... There's a bit like when he's running towards the camera on a horse, yes. and there's characters being knocked out of the way, and they're clearly CGI because you yeah, think, yeah. well, an actor wouldn't do that. But there's other bits when you know he's running along, hitting people with a sword, and the stuntmen are falling on the floor, and you, and you can, the screen is full of extras. You can see you can see yeah. that they're all they're all people in costume, all battling away and stuff. So big on extras, aren't they? These Indian it, films. It, I don't know how they choreograph it. It's so well done, so well done. Uh, so, 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 I know, I know the city. Obviously, when the, when they're showing a swooping shot and stuff like that, obviously the CGI is a construct there. But when things like when the lady that he, he, there's a bit where he has to go and rescue this lady. Yes. Um, won't go into the reason why he has to or who she is. But her name uh, is her name is Devasina. And, and she's chained up. But but the bits with her, it's like well that all around them is a big set, isn't it? Yeah. They, they have built some big sets for this. And again, I don't know if this is going to be true of all women in Indian films but she's taking no shit off anyone isn't she so the king is like yeah I've got you locked up and she's like whatever you're not going to break me and she's not she's oh, got yeah. iron will one isn't she collecting one stick at a time I'm going to burn him on this yeah I'm going to burn him on this he's, he's dead he's dead <laughs> yes strong female again then, see I'm, 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 yeah. I'm loving it now seeing these stronger females Very much so I've written in my notes fight against the king's son in the rain there's some there's lots and lots of slow motion fight scenes I love all this stuff I, I absolutely love it do you know what I do love and I didn't write his name is it is it uh, Katapa he's like the oh, older oh Kapata is it, is it Kapata or Katapa it's Kapata isn't it yeah he, he's like the yeah. older sort of man at arms isn't he 
He's like the uh, man at arms. Is that you? Man, sorry, is that yeah, like He Man. He Man reference. He's like the general, isn't he? Or, or like the well, he's actually a slave, isn't he? But he's like an uncle. He's really, he's really interested because he's fighting. He's working on behalf of the baddie king because he kind of has to because he's made a promise. He so he's so loyal to keeping yeah. his promises. Um, yeah, that that was interesting. Uh, oh, it is Katapa. It's T then the P. So it's Katapa. I've put on here and always a massive favourite of mine. So uh, the, the sort of later part of this film, he's there. He's in the he's in the sort of giant uh, city, isn't he? And they're talking about this invasion, aren't they? That that happens. So you hear about mm. this massive invasion by these. I don't know what they are like. Oh, this, Mo- yeah, Mongol warriors. Just over halfway through, it suddenly turns into it's about a two and a half hour film. Yeah. And then the last hour of it really is like a big flashback of the main character, sort of dad and granddad, mainly his dad, yeah, played by the same actor. And it's just a massive, and yeah, it's like Return of the King, isn't it? That's, that's the only point. It, it, it really like a is. Of this, a, a battle on that sort of scale of tons of like barbarian bad guys, tons of people on horseback, a massive, massive fight. Another another trope that I'm finding so far, which I absolutely love, and it's like our main hero covered under ten guys. Then he sort of stands up and he throws them all off, and then they're obviously all on wires. But it looks great. I put on here <laughs> mo- motivational war speech. I love a good motivational speech. <laughs> it's apt to go. And I've also got the Queen Mother. So this is again, and it's in the flashback. So this. Oh, oh your, your dog's Someone's giving a review yeah. of the film. Uh, all the extras the actors they're all in bright colors really even though it's a horrible city and it's ruled by an evil king even the king is wearing like gold armor and he's mm. he's, he's got a the king's dad he's got that guy with the, he's got a disabled arm hasn't he he i quite liked him actually he was a real bad guy wasn't he a proper he's got a really big mustache and a proper mustache yeah. twirler but all in all it was a really nice really nice film for me and i've got to be honest as soon as i watched it i'm like Right, I'm watching. I'm watching number two tomorrow, so I have. I've watched, yeah. I've watched number two already, because I've... yeah, I've, 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 I felt like you know when with KGF where I just said, well, I feel like I want to break from that and watch a couple of other things. Yeah, but with this, I do feel like I want to get started on on the second one fairly soon. Actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, spoilers. It's more of the same. You know, if you like the okay. first one, would, would would it be fair to say, Rob, this is this is the Indian Lord of the Rings? <laughs> that's a fair comment to say. I, I, mm, it's, a, it's a funny comparison because, in, in the sense, it, it's not fantasy in that sense, no. is it? It's not because it's not trolls and all that kind of jazz or magic. What's what's that? So film? Is it's it not like Troy or something like yes, that. Yes, yeah, that's not that. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good comparison because it's not gritty like Gladiator. So and it's not quite as fanciful as. Crouch and Target Hidden Dragon or any like we said we're comparing this to Kung Fu but you say oh it's ridiculous that he can do this but then look, we've, we've, you've accepted that in Kung Fu films yeah. for years so it's not that ridiculous absolutely I I, I think the, the second the second half well you know the big battle that was like that half an hour battle in Return of the King Lord yeah. of Rings Return of the King it felt very much like that the stuff before that feels like like you say it's a bit more sort of like that kind of Simple, like like yeah, like an Aladdin sort of thing, really, with you know, bit backstories and people double crossing each other. This feels like like a myth and legend sort of classic story, really. It made me feel like it was based on a real legend, do, possibly. Do you think this is probably a bit unfair to say this, but do you think there's a a little 
homage to 300 and this. There's definitely some instances of our main character wading his way in slow motion and sped up again in slow motion. You know, some Zack Snyder-ish. But, but yeah, has this been maybe, going on for years mean, before Zack Snyder was doing it? I mean, this is 2015, so it's it would have been after 300 and certainly after Lord of the Rings, so maybe it's Indian Simmer trying to do something on that sort of scale, maybe. You yeah, I mean, even some some of this, this little slow-mo shots where the characters are all, are almost silhouetted and with the sandy background and that kind of, everything's got like an orangey-red filter to yeah. it that does make it look very much like 300. You mentioned yeah. earlier about some of the special effects, and did you notice at the start there was there was a, a quite big disclaimer saying no animal at all was harmed? They're all CGI. And the and the word CGI appear in the bottom left hand corner of the screen. No, I didn't notice you know, that. What? You oh, watched that two and a half hour film and you've not noticed it? Rob, I did not know that at all. I was so right. into it. Well, I'm going to watch it again. Not when he's riding right. on a horse. Yeah. But but you know when he's like. Someone's punching an elephant. Yeah, someone punches an elephant in yes, this film. Yes. Yeah. Uh, those sorts of things, uh, or a bison was being killed. And uh, bottom left-hand corner, the word, the, the letter CGI well, appeared. And I googled what? that because I, I just, I was that. curious about that. And apparently, it's one of these rules from the um, for Indian cinema that to, sh- to show that animals aren't hurt, it does have to have CGI in the bottom left-hand corner oh, to say to that this yeah. is a real animal. And the anti-smoking adverts at the start—that's things they have to do. Well, well, I never. I was that into this film I didn't even spot that but yeah. going back to the CGI yes in some places you can tell the budget isn't there but it didn't actually ruin it for me I, I was I was into it like for example in Lord of the Rings the amount of money that cost I hate Legolas surfing on his shield that kind of thing right whereas in this mm. I'm like I know well, I wasn't. I wasn't actively thinking. I oh, know there's not as much budget, but you know there's not as much budget. Oh uh, yeah. I think. I think. I suppose when you watch, um, if you watch like a you know a big Disney production like a Star Wars, and there's a bad special effect in it, you think, how has that got through when this yeah. film costs a fortune? Or you know, like the dodgy CGI on Justice League on Superman's mouth and all that kind of <laughs> yeah. thing, where you just or think, what about how is this? What about Mandalorian? Is- what about Boba Fett? Bikers. <laughs> but, yeah, there's things, there's things where you just think, how has this got past someone? With this, it's more like, like if I watch, well, I already mentioned Jason the Argonauts. If I yeah. watch Jason the Argonauts now, I'm not going to be watching again. Ha, ah, those skeletons look rubbish. Because you just accept, okay, this is the budget, and you just, you just, you just accept that it's doing what it can with the, with the budget and the special effects it's got. Really, the fact that I still can't get over this is 28 million. Uh, uh, I just unreal, think what, what, what the director has giving you for 28 million there this massive epic it's like now i'll be interested well done, to see what, what the second one's budget was uh i'll be interested to look at go on rob so how many how many charming smiles because uh, the act, main actors he's got a charming he's got a smile that like a room hasn't he how more how many um beautiful girls standing in the middle of a waterfall oh i fell in love uh, with every girl in this as well (laughs) do you know what i absolutely Um, loved it uh for me i'm gonna say eight boarding on nine at the minute because i think um i'm a little bit low i'm saying a seven maybe i it's nice actually because when you watch these films that are not our natural you know they're not in our not in our our natural sort of language are they the dubbed films Mm. you watch it two and a half hour film <clears throat> Excuse me, and you think, right? It's a second film, and you're either going to think, oh, okay, you know, I need to put two and a half hours to watch another. I really wanted to watch the next one, 
I was I was gagging to watch the next one. And that was I a good feeling that it, that it did that. What I like, I've, I've always felt like this is going to seem like a bit of a reaching comparison here. But I've always quite liked films and stories when they're set in a world that isn't my own. Yes. So, you know, like Star Wars is a fully realised world or yeah. Lord of the Rings is a fully realised world or Blade Run is a fully realised future yeah. world. And you feel like and it feel like it feels solid and you feel like they've put their homework in and making sure everything yeah. all makes sense. Even Harry Potter, even though yeah. the main bit's in our world, but the magic world side of it, I think, if it thinks it's full. And this appeals to me in that way because it's it's set in the past, but it's in a country culture. I mean, you know, not I've got no connection with. So yes. it's just... It's as, it's as much as an alien world to me, really, rather more so than a, a story just set in the past because the language is different, the styling of the buildings is different, the weaponry is different to what I'm used to watching in you know Western um, English or American similar films, like you say, like comparing it to Troy or yeah. any, any of those sort of films. Or well, I'm thinking I, like, I would you know, say, you know, you and me, Rob, we watch all sorts of stuff. Doing, like The Green Knight was divisive amongst a lot of people. I would say this is a good film for anybody to watch, if you can watch subtitles. I know some people don't like subtitles. Yeah, I, I would say um, if I wanted to, if I, at the three we've watched, if I wanted someone who's never watched, you know, if I wanted to try and get someone on a similar journey that we're on at the minute, I would I would say R&R is, is the one that's going to grab your attention. Yeah. In terms of full-on crazy entertainment, and this one probably second, but I think if you do like this kind of gladiator, Lord of the Rings, if that's your bag and you like those kind of swords and sandals, they used to call them, they? sword and sandal yeah, epics, yeah. then I think I think you'd I think you'd like it. Yeah, I definitely so. Definitely so. Very mm. good. Cool, Rob. We've got a couple of minutes left. Do you want to have a quick chat about X? Yeah, so I saw this a while back, it feels like. Yeah, um, yeah. But when I was talking about the sequel, no, prequel trailer that's coming yeah, out, I forgot so what that's the, called last, already. The last couple of episodes, it's called Pearl, isn't it? And Pearl, you, you yes. said to me, you need to watch X, it's good. Mm. So I did. Uh, what a fantastic it film. It's really good, isn't it? So, very brief summary is 1979, this group of people go to a, like an old farm out in the woods uh, to film a porno. There's an old couple living there who are kind of like, oh, I'm not sure about this. <coughs> and, and, then, and, 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 and both creepy as hell. And they are creepy as hell. And then murder ensues, doesn't it? Really, really good. Uh, I think you mentioned it's got the, the, the young woman out of Pitch Perfect in it, in a role definitely yeah. not like Pitch Perfect. The main, main character, she Maxine, who's going to also play Pearl, I guess she is. She was hypnotic. Everyone in there is really, really good. There's a, yeah, her name's Mia Goth. Did, did you, tw- did you twig, or did I give the game away, that she's playing dual roles in this film? Uh, if you hadn't said anything, I wouldn't have known. So I, I didn't I'd, know because you told me. But I, you, can I, tell, yeah. it, you can tell it's it's somebody wearing a lot of heavy makeup rather than an older, yes, an yes. older actor. I, 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 th- I thought that I thought and the husband the, the as old well couple, yeah yeah the old couple are clean the actors aren't that old but the idea of I mean it kind of makes sense of having the dual role because the way she's sort of seeing herself in the younger girl yes. and that's kind of what she, the old lady's kind of a bit creepy around her yeah it's just um, it's a bit of a sort of more of a lo-fi it's not like Texas Chainsaw in the sense that it's you know people being chainsawed up 
but in terms of the, having the 70s setting, small cast, small location. The colour of the film as well. Looks it, it, what, it feels like that. It's not trying to be postmodern, modern clever, clever say, horror at all. Yeah, it felt like quite a lot of set. It's not a long film, is it? One hour 40. It did feel like we got well into it, and I thought... Are there going to be any murders in this? And suddenly, bang, and they're off, aren't they? And then suddenly yeah. it all kicks off. There's a, a very, very tense scene where the main character goes for a swim in a lake, doesn't she? And you see mm. an aerial shot, and she's slowly drifting back to the to the jetty, and there's a crocodile behind her. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, that was good. Uh, I really, it, it has got that kind of... Um, how can I word it? You know, is it ready or not? Has got that kind of sassy, kind of funky, cool vibe to it. Not all the way through, but nearer the end, with your main character. That was that was very good, where she's sort of like trying to escape. Very very good. And then you got the police, haven't you? Because the film starts with the police finding the murder scene. Then it's like what forty eight hours earlier, and then it catches up at the end, doesn't it? <laughs> the cop, mm. the cops saying stuff. There was a big sort of like, ah, oh, moment all the way through. You've got this TV program playing here and there, haven't you? And there's this evangelist talking about, sorry, we are spoiling this film, aren't we, Rob? This evangelist talking about sins of sex and all these things. Did he catch that? Did he catch that right? Yeah, 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 good. So, yeah. Good. A really good, sorry, I don't want to spoil it too much more. Really, really good horror. Very good horror. It's creepy. It's weird. It's very rude. Sex, lots, yeah, quite a lot of sex. Yeah, in it. No, nothing supernatural about it, really. It's not like you know. It's not. It's not supernatural horror. It's just uh, crazy people killing people. Yeah. It's that. It's that. It's more of a. It's a well, slasher. They call that, don't they? It's a slasher. Slasher. Horror. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of supernatural, horror, I've watched two this week. I've watched The Black Phone and en- Encanted. Uh, Enchanted. No, not Enchanted. Incantation on Netflix. My son heard it and said, "This is the scariest film you're ever going to watch." So was it? Uh, Are you going to tell me about that now or next time? uh, Talk about. Talk about. I've got got a couple of minutes. Incantation is. I've never heard of this. No, it's a Netflix film. It's. uh, It's. uh, I think it's from Taiwan or Korea. I'll have to check Netflix again. This woman, something something happened to her, which is is checked out and it's a backstory something happened to her she had to give up her kid six years later she's been through rehab and everything and she's trying to re-adopt her child back uh the kid seems a bit weird they go back to her house and it's filmed you know when they film these asian horrors and even like a normal house seems weird and creepy and the, <laughs> the, the lighting it's the lighting of that corridors isn't it and then the lights flicker off and then basically some stuff goes on and then it's all in flashback and basically six years ago her and her boyfriend and their mate they go to this family reunion thing and there's like this ritual to keep this curse so, you, you want the uh, the imdb says yeah uh uh six years ago she's cursed after breaking That's a it. religious taboo That's it. now she must protect her now she must protect her daughter from the consequences of her actions yeah it was good. It was it it was basically like Blair Witch. It was like that. There's a couple of jump scares. There was one jump scare that really made us jump a lot. Very talky, very lights flicking off. Oh I'm gonna walk, I'm gonna turn the light on and off. Lights come on and nothing there, so some fake outs. 
it was good it was quite scary it wasn't the scariest film in the world and i watched the black phone which i want to talk about in depth rob that was better that was a better film i want i want to see black phone so i'm going to yeah, try we'll and get that watch before next week I think. yeah we'll talk about, uh yeah incantation watch it if you like asian horror it was good i don't think it was the scariest thing i've ever watched but it's still pretty good say a, say a seven mm. seven out of ten that was good right rob should we wrap it up there then yeah let's leave it there fantastic guys thank you for joining us this week we'd love to hear your comments about Bahubali 1 and I think in the coming weeks we're going to talk about Bahubali 2 uh, and again thank you if you recommended it to us that's great keep the recommendations coming because I love it uh, you can email us it's we have been watching podcast at gmail.com over on twitter it's at whbw podcast and instagram we've been watching podcast thank you very much we'll see you soon bye 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 bye